everyone, and welcome again to Real with Reed. I am Reed Robinette, and this is a special Easter episode, bonus episode for Easter 2023. And as we get ready to celebrate the maybe the pinnacle of uh, the Christian faith this weekend, uh, it has dawned on me, and I've observed that many of the the things that have been put in place uh, for centuries. Uh, for to guide the church as as it celebrated uh, the the Easter uh, weekend um, have been lost in translation. Have been uh, traditions that uh, have either been jettisoned or have just remained in name and and not in meaning. And so. I thought, you know, uh, for a, a special bonus episode, let's let's talk about what traditionally the church has done and why it's done it um, this weekend. And so, a uh, special episode Easter celebrations starts right now. Well, let me start with the beginning of the whole uh, Lent season. Uh, the The Lent season actually begins on a day called Ash Wednesday. Uh, typically where uh, 40 days uh, before Easter minus Sundays, which is very confusing. Uh, but there was a reason for that, not counting the Sundays, that there would be 40 days uh, of this preparation for celebrating Easter and the, um, and the resurrection. And so Ash Wednesday was the, the time that marked the beginning of this period of Lent. And often uh, there would be marks of ashes uh, on the forehead. And, and that was a uh, reminder uh, of the uh, solemnness uh, of the period that we were entering into. And, and also a uh, reminder of uh, what our destiny was without uh, a savior. And, and so Ash Wednesday is, is still um, uh, celebrated by many, and, and and that's the beginning of the season of Lent. Lent just simply means lengthen. It's when the days lengthen uh, in the spring, and uh, therefore there is this tie to spring and and Easter. Uh, but the the season of Lent originally was often uh, marked by a pilgrimage, uh, an actual trip uh, that would take pilgrims to uh, the city of Jerusalem. And then later on, as uh, the faith spread throughout Europe, there were um, pilgrimages to other places. There were uh, pilgrimages set up in uh, in a specific town, um, all to talk about the journey uh, to Jerusalem. And, and then uh, certainly Palm Sunday, the Sunday before Easter, marks the entry of Jesus into Jerusalem for for the last time, and the the palm branches, maybe you remember being handed uh, these palms as uh, as a reminder of Palm Sunday when you were little, and and the palms. I always thought, um, well, a were great for a ten year old boy to whack other people with, but also I th- I just grew up thinking that they were a sign of peace, and uh, and I don't even know where I got that idea. But the palm really comes from the designation of a uh, of free Israel, of a very nationalistic uh, remembrance of when they had a coin, uh, when they were not 
an occupied territory by Babylon or Syria or Rome, as it was in the first century. And, and this was a reminder of that. And as Jesus came riding into Jerusalem, there was a uh, waving of the palm branches, a shouting of Hosanna, which means uh, save us. Hosanna was was actually a, a rally cry of the zealots, a very nationalistic uh, Jewish movement uh, to overthrow Rome. And that's the day we mark as the beginning of Holy Week uh, is, is Palm Sunday. And then fast forward uh, until today. I'm recording this on Thursday afternoon, and the Thursday celebration uh, has, in church history, been known as Maundy Thursday. And this denotes, uh, well, it comes from the the Latin word that means uh, command, and it's to commemorate the the command of Jesus when when he says in John 13, a new command I give you. you shall love one another. Now, that wasn't a new command at all. That was all the way back in the Old Testament. But what Jesus was saying was, I'm going to redefine love. And he did that not through words, but through actions. Uh, two actions, particularly, that that come into focus. One that's celebrated on Maundy Thursday is the washing of the disciples' feet, uh, that the account Uh, talks about uh, them gathering in the upper room and there being no foot washer uh, available. And Jesus takes this opportunity to demonstrate uh, what he means by a new command. I give you love one another that he as the master, as the one uh, of higher regard would, um, would serve all of the others. And as a pattern of, of what it meant to love. And so Maundy Thursday is, uh, some churches actually have a foot washing ceremony, which doesn't necessarily communicate the same thing that it, that it used to, but the, the idea is the same. Then of course, this is the beginning uh, of the process that will end up um, a little more than 24 hours later with the, with the cross and with the, the, complete demonstration of sacrificial love to the nth degree. So that's that's Maundy Thursday. And then Good Friday uh, was the uh, recognition of uh, the day that, that Jesus died, the crucifixion itself, which always made me wonder why we called it Good Friday, because it didn't seem very good at all. Um, The outcome, however, uh, seems to be understated uh, when uh, when we say it is good. Uh, Certainly the the way that uh, in the Christian faith, Jesus died for me in a way that I could never um, provide for myself is more than good. It's miraculous uh, and and is uh, the full extent of of his love. And so um, Good Friday is the day that we mark the anniversary of when Jesus was was crucified. Um, and what was good was what he accomplished uh, on our behalf. On Holy Saturday is a day that usually 
doesn't get celebrated, but got named uh, early on in the church tradition. And it's really an important day. Uh, it, it's always struck me that uh, there was a, uh, a Jesus predicted he was going to rise three days later, and he did it. And you, you just sort of, at least I have wondered why, why didn't he just come right back? Um, why, why the waiting? Why the day of no new news? Why the Saturday where if you were um, living it out in real time would assume that that season of life is over, that that uh, following Jesus um, had ended. And it, it is this marking of Jesus time in the tomb. And uh, it is really a, a significant as, as you continue on a faith journey. Um, there's a lot of Saturdays involved where nothing much seems like it's happening. And I think how interesting it is that that's a part of the demonstration of power the power of God. He could have done it any way he wanted to, but there was this day of waiting, this day of nothing, this, this day where it seemed like um, everything that you thought happened actually did happen. And that was it. And, and I think that's a big part of, of a journey of faith, um, at least in my experience. Um, and then uh, there is, of course, Easter Sunday and the, the day that we celebrate the event that everything else uh, in the Christian faith is based on. Um, that uh, at the end of, of the account in Luke, um, it says that, that Peter went away and wondered what had happened. And, it, and I'm sure it would be a process for him of piecing together all of the experiences and the things that he saw and heard that didn't fit into any box that he had ever seen before, but something had happened. And this is the basis of, of the Christian faith. It's, it's not a philosophy to adopt. It's not a morality to obey. It is the belief in an event that happened. And because that event happened, we believe it changes everything. Well, I don't know what your traditions are uh, in terms of celebrating Easter, but th that those are the pieces that have been for centuries uh, the the cadence the the rhythm of how uh, believers Jesus followers um, prepared uh, to celebrate. I hope in some way that they are helpful to you. Maybe it will be helpful to to share them with someone else who is preparing to celebrate or thinking about what that means. And uh, until. The next episode of Real with Reed. Keep it real and happy Easter.